everybody to the phmx sons podcast i'm Lindsay. that's Saul. that's gerald that's flex clearly they're not in a good mood today i don't know why i had enough of you in the <laughs> I mean, i'm just i'm literally just happy that flex w- took some time from being in the secret service to come join us <laughs> today <laughs> i don't know why he's dressed like that but it's whatever it's just, all good it is Woke up feeling good, feeling great. Want to put on his Sunday bag? Why are you trying to be fancy today? No, I I got other stuff beyond this place that I do, man. (laughs) It might be secret service. I mean, I had to see a guy about a thing. I'm not sure if you're familiar with our whole vibe here. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely not that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome in, everybody. We've got updates from practice, and some of them are not great, and some of them are pretty good mm-hmm. uh let's get the let's rip the band-aid off first okay kevin durant not playing tomorrow grayson allen not playing tomorrow bradley beal also not playing tomorrow here's what frank vogel had to say about kd and grayson kevin's out tomorrow um yeah spraying that is it did you realize how i mean he was playing through it like the same limping no but he was limited yeah we were contemplating taking him out wasn't really moving that that great um you know but we've had to finish two games in the last two weeks with a guy trying to tough through a you know an ankle sprain you know not at full strength we credit him for for being in there and made some big shots late even even on the the, the bum ankle so you know the guy's uh guy's really tough man well the only two that will be out tomorrow Grayson Allen's out okay yeah uh going straight yeah it happened during the game yep uh, Frank, does it seem like whenever you get close to getting one guy back, something else happens and you're still be shorthanded? You can't worry about what you can't control. You know, I think we're as encouraging thing to me is I feel like we're close to seeing what our group looks like at full strength. You know, that's what I'm focused on. Kevin and Grayson's injury more like a short-term? Sometime before the playoffs, I think. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe both are, are short-term. Uh, you know, not not putting a, a, a number on it past this game. They'll be out this game. And then uh, we'll see where they're at next week. This just in, Frank Vogel confirms we're not going to see the big three to the playoffs. He's keeping them a secret. <laughs> he's oh, going to no. be our secret weapon. Just like he's doing the bowl bowl? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I, I liked what he said. I liked what he said there. He's confident that things are about to improve. And I think that's a good thing for the Brad Beal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of what he was alluding to. Like, we're close to getting the full strength. Just give it a little bit more time. We're right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we're in December. I'm not tripping. I already like Frank Vogel a lot more than last year. At least he says it in advance. Okay. Yeah. Instead of, well, well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Even though they know that they're not going to play. Like, what's the point? Like, help us out. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. I like that it's not so secret. Like, I know they have to still keep some things a little close to the chest, and that's fine. But, like, when it's when it's things that are like, yeah, it's pretty obvious that this person probably shouldn't be playing, just tell us. You yeah. know what I mean? Just tell us. So I do appreciate that about him. And I'm just happy that they're short-term things because, like, when Kevin Durant rolled his ankle, we were all looking at each other like, shit, here comes mm-hmm. a, a week, two weeks, however many yeah. weeks. Um, it could still wind up being that, but it does – the fact that he said that both are short-term is really yeah. good news. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think Kev's going to be fine. It's a, it's a little tweak. I tell you what, my heart fell to my you-know-what when mm-hmm. he first happened because mm-hmm. it, it kind of, like, went towards the back of his Achilles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no fucking way. But, yeah, the fact that it's just a little tweak, no problem. Yeah. I mean, I, I said on Tuesday he wasn't going to play on Friday. <clears throat> I knew that then. Like, right. There's just no chance. Yeah. So. Which, I mean, he shouldn't play. If he feels like it, it's still a little sore or a little swollen, like, I yeah. mean, there's no sense in risking it at this point. Like, just get healthy and, and come back when you come back. Mm-hmm. It will make tomorrow's game a little less fun, maybe, yeah. or interesting, because we obviously don't have Kevin Durant. We don't have Grayson Allen. What? But in theory, we should have Book, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so as far What's as so Bradley funny, Field so? goes. Oh, no, uh, Espo just rolled in a huge-ass <laughs> cart of wink 
and countdown. Oh, let's go. Let's nice. go. Bring some over, brother. Don't wait. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Well, let's go. Uh, shout out to our friends at Wink. Appreciate you. Let's go. <laughs> my, my um, we also got a little bit of an update on Bradley Beal. Just some, some more information around his injury from Frank Vogel as well. Uh, full, full participant. Uh, will he be good to go tomorrow? No, not tomorrow. Just how good is that to know that he's at least he's there? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Making progress. It's a very encouraging. You know, um, he looked great out there today. Uh, minor of how dynamic he is as a basketball player and how good we're going to be when we get fully healthy. With Brad, what are maybe the final steps that you need? To we want to see him, um, you know, uh, stack together a few a few practices where he responds well. Though. So no, no, no timeline on how many that is or what, what that looks like. But um, we want to continue to you know, just make sure that he's responding well before we put him back in there. We'll stay away from that. I hope they pushed him to the ground. I hope they yes, tripped God, him. Bro. I want to. I want to make sure that back is completely good to go. Like you gotta listen. If somebody's got, if somebody's got to take one to the team and just throw a forearm to his back, like we got to do it. Damn. We got to find out he's good to Spo go. Spoken bro. like somebody was. Yo, let's go, man. I know you Sometimes had a you back injury, dog. You know, no way. Let's go. Man. Just get the kids dogpiling. You know I mean? I'll like, talk to you. Hey. We'll throw everything. Sometimes at when you go into the post, you just got you know throw an elbow. Let's go. <laughs> Saul's so fired up by the injury news, he's ready to put him back on the Saul's going to be the reason why the guy missed the whole year. I want to make sure that he's good to go. He's like, are he's you gonna... sure you're good to go? Let me see. Yeah. He, he would be ready. Here. He would Stay right here. He would be ready five minutes with Saul under that yeah. program, <laughs> and then we get breaking news he's out for the year. Oh, no. Because Saul uh, beat the living hell out of him. No, you you would know that he when he came back, he was ready. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. He'd been oh, battle man. tested. Yeah, oh a million percent. But this uh, is good news. I yeah. mean, we saw him warming up pregame the other night, too. He uh, is getting closer and closer. And, you know, we had the Shams report earlier this week that hopefully within 10 days, which falls exactly in line with the four to six weeks that you initially were saying, Flex. So we're getting closer, you guys. We're three weeks down officially tomorrow. So mm -hmm. a couple more days, we can handle this. Yeah, I, I'm ecstatic about what I've heard about Brad mm -hmm. with this rest period. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm I don't want to jinx this, but I I feel like this is exactly what the doctor ordered. Mm -hmm. He just absolutely needed to s just take a month off and let that thing really get right instead of trying to push for this, you know, big 3 debut yeah. which was on his head. The guy wants to play. So mm -hmm. um I'm feeling good about this and hopefully when he does get back and he stays away from Saul He'll be ready to go. Yeah, and and you heard it from Vogel too. Like he was saying, we don't want to go to that in and out, in and out type of thing again. We want him when he's back, he's fully back. Um, so they have been being diligent about this. But both he and Yusuf Nurkic at practice today talked about how good Bradley Beal looked in practice, and yeah. the fact that he's a full participant is a huge step in the right direction. So hopefully we're in the home stretch here um, and he's able to stack a couple of good practices together, which is important because this upcoming stretch, they have a long homestand. So mm -hmm. that'll give them more opportunities to mm -hmm. sleep in your own bed, get those practices in, that type of thing. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about travel, which I know they're used to it at this point, but travel does affect your body to an extent, especially yeah. when it comes to like swelling and recovery and things of that nature. So, um, What? You're not, you're not buying it, so uh -oh. no. there we go. What, what well, you're not, not buying? buying. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to get excited about the big three. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to stop doing that to myself <laughs> because every single time I get excited about the possibility of a big three, I get disappointed. It's kind of like being back in high school all over again. And you think a girl is like into you and you kind of like every day you're thinking about asking her out, but you don't. And then you pull the trigger and you get disappointed. Like, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to do that to again? myself. Okay. That happened multiple times. Gerald, Ooh. that was not a popular guy. Oh, That's blessings. Right, That's rough. <laughs> Gerald said he can't relate. I did not say that. <laughs> it's not, not for Gerald my... implied he can't relate. Those, those Marcos Denisa girls were not ready for the full package. <laughs> I got no words. Uh, we did get a super chat from Cycle Blue. They said, all caps, the sky is falling. Dot, dot, dot. Big three next week? Question mark? No. No. No? Not next week, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Soon, okay. but not next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know. I'm still excited about it whenever it does happen. I'm not 
I'm not like on the edge of my seat. Like it's not the anticipation of like Christmas morning when you're a kid at this point. It's mm. more just like it's going to happen when it happens, but I don't know when. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just I'm, that's where I'm at. Like, so I'm not super excited, but I'm not as like anti being excited either. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm anti being excited, but it's like. When one gets healthy, the other one, somebody else gets hurt. And like, well, because we can't, because we can't predict how this is going to go, you don't know what's going to happen from game to game. I'm just not going to get excited until I actually see it on the court physically. Right. Like that's fair. after the tip. Right. And, and I feel like that's fair too, because there was that one day where we thought we were going to get the big three <laughs> and they, Charlie, they Lucy and the football yeah, dust. Yeah. With remember, yeah, that was so mean. We were remember, like 30 uh, minutes away. We were. <laughs> hey, remember when, uh, remember when Kevin Durant was going to make his debut? debut? Right. Yeah. Layup long. Like, yeah. damn. Like again, when the ball goes up and it's tipped, Hey, now we can be excited, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to set myself up for failure anymore. I'm done being hurt. and then um beyond that the last thing as far as the injury uh front goes damien lee Mm -hmm. was walking at practice today no brace no crutches no nothing that's a good sign Mm -hmm. it was just a meniscus right yeah he had it yeah yeah he he had his progress but has he been on crutches this whole time no he has he's been in a brace he's been on crutches remember remember when i told y'all i got a report that he was two weeks away Mm -hmm. um he was feeling good, and and I mean that's directly from Damien. So I mean, good for him, man. I'm happy. He obviously got it snipped. Okay, mm. we know the difference between a repair and a snip. You don't come back this quick from meniscus. a repair. Meniscus. Meniscus. Yeah, you don't you don't come back this quick from a tear. But he had it snipped, and it's it's cool as hell for him because I actually think he can help this basketball team. I think yeah. there are there are areas where Damian Lee can come in and help this basketball team. He was one of the best three point shooters in the league last year, mm-hmm. percentage wise. So good for him, man. I'm happy he's smiling and feeling good and and back in in basketball, back on the basketball court, and not you know in a brace and crutches. Yeah. So, um, two two rough. Things to learn at the beginning, but two good things at the end. We're getting closer with those guys. Mm-hmm. And Gerald, like you said, Frank Vogel said that in theory they should be short-term injuries, so nothing too crazy to worry about. The last thing we've got for you guys from practice, uh, we did talk to well, Gerald, talked to Yusuf Narkic about Tuesday's <laughs> game. Here's what he had to say. After I slept, I thought it was the best of this year game in the season. For sure. After I slept, and just think about that. That was the best officiating problem in my career, too. Last play you took? The whole game. Just the whole game in general. What makes you say that? I said I fell asleep. You know, the night of sleep helped me to realize that, was a, that he was wrong, man. And that was right. My God. <laughs> I love he's the a, smile. He's I love excellent I love troll. Him. Just after the night of sleep, I felt like it was the best officiated game <laughs> of my career. I love it because you can't say anything about this. Like, you can't come out and find him. He didn't say anything bad to him. He was praising them and their ability to call games correctly. Like, shout out to them. He's an evil genius. I love it. I do too. Plus, Nurk on social is like. He's he's, he's he's very active on the socials. I love it. Yeah. It's so great. So, just wanted to leave you with that a little fun nugget from practice today. Uh, Nurk stock continues. To, re- to go higher and higher mm-hmm. every day we get to talk to him. Uh, also, if you guys are looking for something fun to do this weekend, since we won't have basketball, Suns basketball anyway, on Saturday or Sunday, check out our friends over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You can also, they have this like top golf place at the Wild Horse Pass mm-hmm. that you can catch the game at as well if you still want to watch the in-season tournament. But there's so much more that you can take in as well at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, and live table games as well. And not to mention Arizona's largest casino sports book. So you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playatgila.com for more information. And if you'd like to get in on the action this weekend when it comes to betting on basketball, be sure to download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. They've got a $1,500 first bet offer going on right now, and you sign up using the promo code PHNX. So sign up for BetMGM, use that bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager 
is settled. Check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Okay, so I know we're supposed to do um, something else in this next segment, but can I just sneak this question in there real quick? Sure. Uh, Lucky Dab, obviously I started the show chanting Bobo's name, but Lucky Dab <sighs> in the chat said, let's go Bobo, we might get a sighting tomorrow. Seen a few of these so far in the chat, mm. a couple on Twitter as well. Do you guys think that there might be some possibility we get a bowl ball side? My question is, my question back to you is why? Why? <laughs> For the bowler coaster, the vibes, my guy. The bowler coaster has been shut down. Yeah, well, crank that, you know what, open. Let's go. I was, Fire it up. I do not, in fact, know what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still ambivalent. Bivolent. Ambivalent. Maybe I don't want. <laughs> You're right. I think I changed you don't them. want I mean, the bowl puns all game. Yeah, yeah. I think I changed you don't them. want them. To be fair, you are responsible. I for totally this. forgot responsible. about this. <laughs> I Guys, totally stop. forgot. You're being unbearable. <laughs> I totally forgot that this comes with bowl. bowl. I yes, take that back immediately. Let's move on. I, I will say this. <laughs> I do want to see Bobo tomorrow. I do. On the I bench. do. <laughs> if we oh see Bobo, typically it means we blew the team out and he got 30 seconds. Or we're getting blown it. out and we're down by 36. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Again, you're putting bad vibes into the I'm world sorry, right now, guys. Saul. I'm, I'm going to need you to cut that out. I think we're going to win tomorrow, even okay, though everybody thinks that because KD's out, <laughs> yeah. we're going to lose. I think we, I do we too. own the Kings. I, I don't know. They're playing pretty good right now. And, <laughs> and we, need a, we need a good bounce back game from Book for sure. Um, but it gets a lot tougher when his number one target out there is not available. I don't, I don't know if we'll see Bull Bull. I, I feel like I've kind of given up on Bull Bull being an impact <laughs> player on this team of any sort. He's kind of a late game, either victory cigar or we're down by 30. So let's put Bull Bull in there. I have never taken a, so much of a 180 on a player before. Mm -hmm. I was excited when he signed. I thought, Hey, this is a good project. He's so a couple flashes in Orlando last year, but watching everything in the preseason, um, I just was like, mm, I don't know. I'm good. It's part of the experience. Yeah, we've only gotten lows on the bowler coaster. We haven't, we haven't had a high yet. It's true. Well, maybe we'll get maybe one. one day. All right, moving on. So we are roughly a quarter of the way through <laughs> the season. Let's take a look at how Bleacher Report is talking about the Suns and their top players. We'll first start with. Um, this article they put out where they regraded every NBA team's free agent pickups so far this season. And the Suns got an A+, plus, which I'm actually uh, really happy to hear about. You know what I mean? And, and I think it's because we have been dealing with so many injuries. A lot of these guys have had to step up. Obviously, one of the leaders in that category is Eric Gordon. They've got KBD on here, Drew Eubanks, Yuta, Chemezi Metu, Bull, uh, Odoka, those are the guys that they all were speaking about in this grading. How do you guys feel with their their grade that they gave us? If I had to regrade us, I would probably give us a B. Okay. I don't know what their original grade was, though. They didn't say in this article yeah, what their original grade was, I was, but I feel like it was pretty high graded. Yeah, I, I would say a B because I think um, yeah, Eric Gordon. Um, KBD. KBD to a certain degree, yes. yeah. Drew Eubanks Drew has Eubanks, been yeah. a necessity. Those three mm -hmm. have been adequate. Uh, everybody else has still has room to grow and kind of prove themselves. You just had some ups and downs. Yeah, he hasn't played the last couple yeah. games either. So yeah. right now he's on the down. Uh, you can't say Azubuki because that's irrelevant because he's not playing at all. And mm -hmm. so I, I mean, I would say it's probably a B because the the most impactful part of all this was the trade that brought in Grayson Allen and Nas Little to me, who those two have had just as big an impact as those. And Joe and Goodwin. Yes. And Joe and Goodwin, yes. But when you look at it from a free agency perspective, the Suns had their backs against the wall from the jump. Mm -hmm. So they were w working with vet minimums here, trying to fill out their roster, being that we've got the big three who are basically taking up majority of the Suns' money at the moment. I feel like they still... I would. Mm -hmm. I agree with an A+. <laughs> with, the, with all the hurdles that they had to 
jump in order to fill out this roster this offseason, from a free agency perspective, I think they nailed it. And then also the trades made it even better. Yeah, I, I like the grade. I wouldn't go A+. plus. I'd go a little bit low. I'd just say A. And I'll tell you why. We brought these guys in to play a role, and they've been expanding that role. They've mm-hmm. been forced to play mm-hmm. a lot more than they were expected, and in, in positions and situations they weren't expected to play, and they've done well. Mm-hmm. So that alone makes me feel like it's an A, and I actually makes me ex- even more exciting for when we do get whole and they're actually able to play the role they were brought here to play. Mm-hmm. And so that that's why I still give it an A. Yeah, I would probably go like AA minus, I, I think. Okay. Like their free agency signings, to your point, have had to do more than they probably would be expected to do once this team is fully healthy. And that's kind of the thing that we keep circling back to and clinging to. Um, you know, obviously, Utah has been a little bit underwhelming. KBD has been good when he's been out there. Um, but we can't forget, like, bringing back Josh Akogi has been big as well. Oh, that's, like, a good, that's a good point. Resigning him, having a backup big in Drew Eubanks, who's, I feel like he's either great and phenomenal or just kind of not great at yeah. all. Um, and there's little in between with him. But overall, I would still say they've done really well, especially on the margins with the guys that they brought in. And I think that'll show a lot more once they're able to come in and be complimentary guys to the big three to Nurk instead of like, we need you to come in and score points for us. Be a starter. So one thing I will say about the free agency side of things is it would be nice, especially now that we're a quarter of the way through the season, we've seen some things Mm -hmm. to have an additional backup big that we can actually turn to when need be. And I don't have who that is in my head right now. I mean, prior to Memphis picking up busy, he would have been a great option to have here. Somebody who you can call on five or six minutes in games. If, if say Drew Eubanks is just getting absolutely killed out there, or you find yourself in foul trouble, Mm -hmm. another big that you can actually put in the game or that you're comfortable putting in the game, I think could be beneficial for this. Yeah. That's that's an area of concern for the trade deadline. I think that's yep. something you need to address. Yeah, yeah. They def- I, the, the physicality and the mm-hmm. toughness. Yeah, um, was glaringly uh, glaringly obvious the other night that they lacked. Yes, um, and that is concerning because listen, you get to the playoffs, it's not going to be it's not going to be you know feathers and pillows. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be aggressive. Yeah, and you got to be ready to go. And what I saw the other night told me we have a long way to go in terms of that physicality and. I would like to see – right now I feel like we're we're not <laughs> – outside of Josh Akogi and Jordan Goodwin, I don't feel like we muck it up enough for yep. the other team. Yep. And we, we need to do better on that end. Yeah. I, f- I feel like we're missing that Jay Crowder, that tough guy that can play some front court minutes. You know, you guys talked about it. I was watching the show, and we were talking about, you know, do we need another point guard? That's not a bad option to get another point guard. I'd prefer somebody in the front court. I prefer a real powerful. I think you need both. You, mm. you probably do, but I'm saying if you had to pick one or the other, I'd lean towards a legitimate guy that could play the four, that can help on the glass, on the offensive glass, the defensive glass, and bring a little bit of physicality. Now, I probably know the next question is who's that guy, Flex? I don't know. You know, they, they don't they don't grow on trees. So we got to see how the buyout markets work out. We got to see how the trade deadline works out, who kind of shakes off. Um, and there's always those guys during the year that right now in December, you're not seeing it, but you you get towards the deadline and you're like, oh, that guy's available now. So um, if the Suns can come away from the deadline with a buyout player or a trade that we can say slide into the four and maybe even start at the four and put Katie at the three, that would be my ideal situation. Like Marsh Stradamus said, would you guys be interested in a P.J. Tucker if he yes. got bought out? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's the type of guy you That's need. the type of guy. Come on home, <laughs> P.J. <laughs> Please do. Bring all those that shoes is, with you, too. That is the epitome of what we're talking about. Give me yes. a P.J. Tucker. Yes. If that, if that were to happen, we would all 100% sign up immediately for that to happen, just like we all have signed up for Circle K's Inner Circle. It's a free membership program. You save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You get every six free on a selection of Circle K products. And right now, they are doing 31 days of Circle K on the Inner Circle app. So you can win free prizes like snacks and uh, Polar Pops and a whole bunch of other things. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Also, you can stop at Circle K and get your Arizona Lottery Holiday Scratchers as well. Go out and buy your Holiday Scratchers today. They make amazing gifts. They start at just $1, and you can win up to 500000 
Eric, you got a scratcher for us today? I do have a scratcher for you today, and okay. I will give it to the person who has the best bowl pun. Oh, well, that's going to be bro. Gerald. That's just like set up <clears throat> for him. Can to I win. just get one, bro? Is it on the spot? Get Bowler it. coaster. That's, that's terrible. Terrible. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Can I just get one? <laughs> you know I've what? never got you know, one. You know I haven't either. <laughs> oh, you haven't either. Lindsay and Flex, rock, paper, scissors. Okay, are you we ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Right? One, two, rock, three, paper, scissors, shoot. Just go. Okay, ready? <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Why do you have to say it out loud? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Hi, Wayne. Damn you. For the audio. <laughs> so then Plus it's it just helps me. But you never said what you got. Uh, That's fair. I won. I she got him. the scissor. Oh, I threw this. out a paper. She cut yes. my paper. How does this work? What do I win here? She's going to win 500 grand. Let's go. So wouldn't that be great? <clears throat> For you. Not for me. I'd be, I'd be a little salty. <laughs> Not for him. He'd be pretty, he'd be I, pretty I upset. Cut, I cut these fingers off. If, Especially, uh, I would have my Isaiah Thomas moment because he set the rules. Mm -hmm. I, I met the criteria, and then I didn't get it. <laughs> but I wasn't selected. But I wasn't selected. <laughs> I did everything I was asked to do. For whatever reason. Saul, so you didn't whine enough. I needed more whining from you. I did win. Oh shit! No, did you really? Man. I did. What'd, What'd you win? win? I won a whole dollar, y'all. Let's, let's go. go. I'm still in the game. Now give me that and let's give I'm me that dollar. I'm still in the game. Did you really Lynch. win? <laughs> I really did. Look, I won a dollar. Is that There's worth a the effort for right you to go there. turn that in? Don't Lynch. spend it all yeah. in one place. Is it really? <laughs> Why not? Lynch. <laughs> Pass yes. over that dollar. <laughs> no, listen. You're going to make a 19 leg Yes, parlay. yes. Pass over that dollar. We put a 20 leg parlay and we split the bread. Okay, deal. Let's do it. We can do that. Let's do it. What I normally but like to do with scratchers that no, we I'm get for holidays, um, I like to always, whatever you win, you get more scratchers. So you get to play and play and play until you're finally out. Okay, that's fine. I think that's always fun. Because I enjoy dope. actually the game of scratchers quite a bit. I usually go for like the crosswords or the bingo. So then I feel like I get a game out of it as well as a potential to win money. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Let's now look at some individual players that Bleacher Report ranked today as well. Ooh, so, like this. oh boy, they compared essentially what they were ranked uh, preseason by the Bleacher Report staff and community, and then they re-ranked them based on where they are right now. So coming in at number one, Nikola Jokic, also ranked one overall um, in the preseason. Number two right now is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He was previously ranked 11th. Number three, Joel Embiid, previously ranked fourth. Kevin Durant is at sixth place right now. He was previously ranked eighth. And Devin Booker coming in at 27th. He was previously ranked number yeah, nine. Yeah, but context matters. Context yes. matters. And they did, if you read the article, they did bring that up, right? So Let's start with Devin then, because this is the one that is the most glaring here. He's ranked 27th in the preseason. The staff had him ranked number nine. The Bleacher Report community had him ranked number 11. Um, they started off saying congratulations to Devin Booker for earning the most misleading ranking of the bunch <laughs> because injuries, yeah. injuries have played a huge part in this ranking uh, he's just appeared in 11 games this season, which they said is a downright shame when he's coupling his tremendous scoring ability with the best passing display of his career to average 27.9 points, 5.8 rebounds and 8.4 assists while slashing 47.2, 39.7 and 93.3 shooting splits. So I get it. Yeah. The 27 is like, wait, what? And immediately you jump to. Hold on. Who, who am I going to fight right now? But when you factor in how many games he's missed, it it does kind of play a role in I, this. I mean, yeah. again, like when you saw this on social, I think we even put the graphic out there on social and all the responses are like, oh, that's a travesty. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. like my immediate reaction was like, why? Mm -hmm. So I went and looked at why. And I was like, OK, that's justified. Right? Yeah. He's missed 10 it's, games. That's the reason why. It's literally based on a mathematical equation. Yeah. Like it's based yeah. on their rolling player, player rating metric, which takes into account the sum of a player's RPR scores. So Book's only played in 11, 12 games. So he's going to have a lot less. And that's why mm -hmm. he's yeah. held back on the list. It's not like a subjective ranking. Yeah. Like, I think this player is better than this player. It's literally just here's what this mathematical equation we put together spat out and it's literally ranked in order of that so. but that same ranking like what they're using here they said the individual components of all of those combined mm. still score him on the cusp of top 10 so it's majority of 
the missing games that yeah. that really brought him down because right. a lot of those individual rankings if he had played more this season he would be far higher right. on this list he doesn't right. even qualify for any like nba awards or stat stuff right now because he hasn't played enough games so yeah. yeah i'm cool with it they they did a great job of explaining it and he should be at 27 he played 11 games <laughs> yeah. like that's what it comes down to we we know when he's Right. If they, if they do this again, you know, if, if they were to revisit this, I don't know, 40 more games down the road, I think it it kind of makes sense mm -hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. They said that he checks in at number 210 in the volume component of this <laughs> right. uh, metric. Missing in action. That means you've been so not playing basketball. 210 yeah. in the league is where he checks in when it comes to games played at least he was ranked the shoot. volume yeah bradley beal wasn't even on the list damn. Yeah. <laughs> well damn how, so how do you get on just, the list when you played what a whole one and a half games three three yeah. came didn't even feel like three really just a half this guy this guy came with the m16 today he just he just sniping <laughs> oh, yeah, dude i came in i felt like i had to watch my back because you came in with the fucking mic tucked into your shirt man i thought i thought witness protection was here or something <laughs> like that man. you know what i noticed so, about like my ptsd was like on like red uh, alert i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you something i noticed about saul <laughs> He's always he's always a little bit more uh, enthusiastic mm -hmm. on Thursdays when he does a show with Eddie. He's a lot more spicy, yes, because yes. Eddie gets you all riled yes. up in the morning, and then you just <laughs> you're like on ten the rest of the day. Yeah, today was pretty chill. No, he wasn't. <clears throat> yeah, today was pretty chill. You guys were arguing. He was, okay. He what came at you at the about? beginning, and then y'all were arguing with the chat. <laughs> you guys. Got we weren't arguing with the chat. We were just like, they were all pissed yeah, off about LeBron. Appreciate LeBron's yeah, greatness. It, yeah. It was, I was a, just like, it you was, guys need to calm down. It was still with your We were normal, actually in harmony. If your normal inflection is here, y'all got a little here. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. I don't think they watched the show. By the way, LeBron, the point on LeBron. Mm -hmm. Bro, can he stop begging to win this end season tournament? What he can say? we stop the begging? What he say? Adam Silver's a genius for this. It's the best thing oh. he's ever did. Come on, bro. He's an influencer. Let him have Come it. Come on, okay? bro. He, you can win this it. thing without brown nose in the league, brother. He's pushing my agenda. <laughs> but, so I will, wow. I will say that is a that is a really good observation. I do think Eddie gets you a little riled up sometimes on Thursdays. Hmm. Not saying it's a bad thing, but that's it. I didn't even yeah. put the two and two together. I uh, All right. don't see that. If you haven't checked out Outside Shots with Saul and Eddie, make sure you guys check that out. It's on our YouTube. They had a show earlier today. It'll be on our podcast feed later this week as well. So Kevin Durant, Bleacher Report has him at six right now on their ranking. The staff at Bleacher Report in the preseason had him at eight, and the community had him at seven. I am glad that KD is getting his love here and moved up a few spots. Obviously, one of the biggest things that they pointed out within this article was um, high scoring averages from players age 35 and above. And just him, 35. Oh, just 35. My yeah. bad. Uh, him and Steph Curry are are crushing it right now. If that holds, they're going to be all of the records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The previous record was Alex English at 26 and a half points per game in an age 35 season. Katie's at 31. Steph Curry's at 29. Like. They're both doing things, and LeBron this year, like above 35, obviously. But what those three are doing right now is incredible to witness yep. because even back, like in MJ's time, when guys would play to their late 30s and 40s, they weren't this good at yeah, that no, stage. No. Like this is freak of nature stuff. One of the things that I think LeBron and I will, I will give him his due for sure in this, and even Chris Paul, mm -hmm. those two have been at the forefront of taking care of your body. Mm -hmm. uh, everything, every little detail from the workouts to the food, even their infatuation with wine. Devin Booker's <laughs> been on the wine a lot. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. they they like that's that's something that they truly believe in. Um, and they have a, a a good little ecosystem that they've built around themselves to take care of their bodies for longevity. Yeah. Like, and you got to respect the hell out of that. And I think Steph Curry's uh, along the same lines. Yeah. I don't know what KD does, but here, I have a theory about KD. I'm, I have a theory I, about I can tell you what KD I, does. I, no, 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 no. I, have theory, I have a theory about KD, right? I think we all let me just Let me just say this, okay? okay. I have long thought because of my, my, my dad, and this is a personal story, right? My dad has been smoking 
that shit for like my whole life, right? <laughs> um, and and he's so like my dad is so high stress all the time, and I'm like, bro, you're gonna die of a heart attack at some point. But he keeps living, and I'm like, it's got to be because of the green. It's got to be because of that. And I feel like KD's the same way. He just keeps going. He's just like, hey, smoke it and go play. Let's go. KD is definitely living. one of the most chill like superstars I think yeah. ever. Like yeah. he he just. He's just like this. He's even kill all the time. I feel like. Did you did y'all see the the Kevin Durant uh, David Letterman thing on Netflix? Yeah. You saw that? Mm-mm. It was hilarious. Uh, he said, "Katie, do you smoke marijuana?" He goes, oh. "Yeah, I'm high right now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I love it. No, I think he's right though. I mean, Katie, we know what he does. I will say this: I feel bad for Chris. Okay. Mm. Um, because Saul's right, Chris is a maniac and he takes such good care of his body and he goes like beyond what you think is normal. Mm -hmm. And then he has these shitty ass situations that happen and it doesn't make sense because he puts so much money and so much energy and so much uh, attention to detail into it. And he just gets a bad rap. He has these unfortunate injuries, but he's right. Uh, Chris is a maniac. Like the vegan thing. I mean, that guy's the real deal. Right. So I feel bad for Chris, but yeah, those three guys are damn unbelievable. With, with his injury luck, as bad as it's been, if he didn't take such good care of his body, he probably would have been out of the yeah. league like yeah. five years ago. Hundred percent. Like, like yeah. I'm sorry, but he he's uh, he lived a good amount of time in New Orleans. I went there once and had a mother's po' boy because he told me <laughs> that I should have one. Yeah. So I was asking him for recommendations. He told me go to mother's, get the po' boy. I got it. And for that guy to be a vegan after having eaten that for years of his life, <laughs> he cares a lot. Bless okay. so, Paul told you to get yeah, that? he cares oh, a lot. Okay. Mother's was his recommendation. All right. So, That's the funniest damn. thing <laughs> ever. Saying. He probably misses that so oh, much. Oh, he has to. He When he was, I told him about it and I told him how good it was. And he was like, yeah, I miss it. I was no. like, I bet you He do, also man. said that vegan egg is good and that shit is trash. <laughs> Cause I had it and I spit that damn thing out right. immediately, oh, and no. I'm like, okay, no, no vegan egg. <laughs> it's, it's come a long way, at least that's for sure. The the vegan like replacement type things, they've come a long way. Still working on the cheese stuff, if but you don't the have milk an actual is still embryo, good. At least. Ain't even about it. Um, all right, so <laughs> Sean asked, uh, who is ahead of KD? So we'll go here in order. So KD comes in at six. At five, we've got Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers. How are you guys feeling about that? I His mean, Tyrese, previous ranking was 33 by the staff, 21 by the community. I mean, it, again, these are metrics yeah. that they put together, and Tyrese is having a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's affecting that team in a variety of different ways. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I think KD's a better player, but I'm not mad at it. And the score, so KD was 14.066 on this metrics. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is 14.609. Damn. So just just a little bit above. And we've got Giannis coming in at number four. Mm-hmm. Ranking is 14.898, or mm-hmm. his score, I mean. And then yeah. we've got Joel yeah, Embiid. Yeah. We've got 16.287. And then, of course, Shea and Jokic. And then uh, Shea is 17.408. And Jokic, pretty high, comparatively speaking, 19.153. Yeah, I, I, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Is you know it's a it's a tally and mm-hmm. these guys deserve to be where they are. They're playing games and they're playing well. And the good thing is that when you talk about those guys, the teams are winning. Mm-hmm. Pacers are doing great. Thunder's playing great. You know what? I am surprised. Mm-hmm. The best team in the league don't got nobody up there. Oh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. A guy like Ant and well, I, I think they had I mean, two or three guys in the top fifty. I mean, I know they're up there on the list, but right. I, I'm, I was surprised that they weren't, like, higher. yeah, higher. Yeah. I think it's just because their defense has been so good, <laughs> and I think with this metric in particular, the offensive and, like, it has to be mostly an offensive metric yeah, if Tyrese yeah. Halliburton's a top-five guy because yeah, they have sure. the worst defense in the league. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm assuming. That's why that game today in. was the uh, a record for the over-under. Yeah. Dude, it's going on right now. Bucks. Yeah. That court is kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we all agree with JJ Reddick though? Yesterday or Tuesday, he tweeted out the best part about the in season tournament is none of the red courts made it yeah. into the knockout round and beyond. Except it is Except now. Except it did. <laughs> well, that's true. The, the semifinals and finals, they got that red and blue. Which yeah. Is rough. But, uh, but no, I, yeah. Those, I didn't like any of the red I liked courts. ours. The Lakers was a little ours. bright. 
the yeah, the, the Lakers was bright. Tough. They look ten times better in person than they do on television. Yes. Yes. Like, and that's something Book said the, too. The red courts are, yeah, absolutely tough. Yeah. On like TV. they, they gotta change that up if they're gonna do yeah. it again next year for right. sure. Just tone that's it hard down. to watch. Yeah. You should just do all of them in like a muted tone of the color. Hmm. So like you know how San Antonio is kind of a little bit of muted, like mid-century modernish vibes i guess you could kind of say that's what pops out to me like it feels very vintage would, someone went to art school what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels it's not vintage. a fucking house i don't movie. know what the hell you just <laughs> said Lynch. <laughs> I, I don't know what hedges. you just said, Lynn. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's just those, those colors. Like, you know, with the like, houses I back then, you like had like a peach style, house or like a mint okay. green or something. I don't, whatever. Give anyway. me the hood. Give just, me the hood explanation. <laughs> I don't know what you just said, yo. <laughs> just muted tones. Okay. That's it. It's muted got a little tone. Section 8 vibe. Section 8 You know, oh, you know like, God, I always say my B is yellow, or I say my B is yellow, but it's really like a mustard yellow, like not the main color. Right. Not not the one that's like on um, like closer to neutral the color wheel. Yeah. I, yeah, I would have gone with the opposite. Like like for the Bulls, I would have went black with the red stripe instead mm -hmm. and reverse that. Um, the Hawks, I would have went with yellow with the red instead. Mm -hmm. But the all red is just too much. Am yeah. I the only weirdo? I I, I might you're be setting yourself up for failure when you ask. No, no, I mean. <laughs> Is it weird for me to want some white on these courts? No, no, that'd be cool, like I, I've been looking at, it and I'm like, damn, if the, if the base was white with a little bit of color, that would pop crazy. Mm. But I think it would be a little distracting. But I don't think it'd be more distraction than that damn red. Yeah, no, I, I think, think so. the white might be a little too bright. It like what is like Phoenix white. on TV anyway? Yeah, on I mean, TV. In person, it might be a little different. On TV, if you had a too much white, it would be so bright. Like I think the Suns, if they had like a white. With the orange, oh mm. boy! I, I, you just like white in general. I though. do. You like your white shoes. I do. I do. Your white pants. I do. I do. I mean, it's true. No, he it's right. It's right. My cars are white. Yeah, no, yeah. it's right. Yeah. So we yeah. got a super chat from Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate you. Said we might need to try Bull Bull or a free agent like Nerlens Noel against the Lakers in the playoffs. Not Bobo. Bro. Yeah, I don't know about well, that. I think Eddie's thought, just assuming Bobo would be still you, on this team in replace of some other yeah. option. If you thought Nurkic and Eubanks <laughs> got beasted by AD, wait till you see Bobo. Yeah. Come on, guys. What are yeah. we doing? Like, Bobo's strength is not defense. So if you think he's going to help on that end of things yeah. outside of a block shot every now and then, it's not going to happen. Like, so you're hoping that his overall skill set outweighs some of the deficiencies he has. And clearly it has not because he's not getting any playing time. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. You yeah. might be able to back down Bull Bowling. Oh, come on. You might be able to. <laughs> I feel like, I don't even know. Anyway, Shady Rice, they make really great Christmas presents. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way to do it. It's one way to do uh, it, and I did it that way. They make premium polarized sunglasses. We're talking about gear that is built to last and exclusively for all of you. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Just go to shadyrays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. This is the best deal around the holidays because I don't know about you guys. If you ever go like shopping for Christmas gifts and you end up being like one for me, one for them, one for me, <laughs> one for them. It just becomes an accident where you end up buying yourself presents at the same time when you're supposed. So this deal works. You get two 50% off two or more. You get one for yourself <laughs> and one for somebody else. I do not. You don't do that? Lindsay's no. like trying, like trying I've to never, extend the olive branch. So I was like, no, nah, I don't do that. I nope. don't no, I care about other people <laughs> more than myself. I, I've never never in you my life still <laughs> get gifts for others. You just end up buying stuff yourself too. Lynch, why why doesn't that work for me? I told you. Because you don't buy gifts. There you go. Fine. Right. Gerald, do I, you I just do that? Money. Yeah, I do that. Thank you, Gerald. You buy things for yourself? Why Somebody's you relatable. Yeah. Like mm. Black Friday deals. I get all my Christmas shopping done on Black Friday online. Yes, same. I buy myself a couple of things that I've been wanting if they're discounted. And then I get all the shopping. Is selling somebody 40 bucks for the Christmas party It's just party fucking allowed? lazy shit. No. It's lazy. No. It's lazy. Come on, bro. No. No, you got to come with like a QR code. If I come code with a sign and say, I got two Zells for 40 bucks, no, I think man. people would like it. That's just, no, that's just lazy. Just like that, that, that means, you know, this is what this means, okay? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. He's talking was, about listen, our Christmas party, FYI. Listen, he, we're doing a gift exchange. There's There was an episode in The Office where Daryl would give his daughter money <laughs> and she didn't like it. You mm -hmm. know why? Because it requires zero effort and it means you didn't get any thought to the gift. 
Okay. And kids don't want to open up a card with money in it. They want ah, presents. Shit, they I like presents. some bread, baby. When they're kids, they want presents because they don't understand yes. the concept of money. Right. And so when you have adults, 40 bucks gets you what? A Coke? But like, I could no, buy... But, but don't it, buy a damn, damn gift. You know what my problem is, honestly? Mm. Is that I, I think I am a bad bit gift buyer. So like okay. I'm looking at a $40 gift and I'm like... That shit was all lame to me. Like what? Like I, I don't know. I don't want to give somebody some trashy forty dollars gift. So, so what, if he, what if he? What if he brings a box you. that's wrapped in Christmas no. paper, opens the box, no. and there's a card, and no. it has a QR code. No. And you're like, what is this QR code? You scan the QR code, and right, right away, forty dollars no. to your Venmo. And hey, you yeah. know what? That sounds like a guy. <laughs> That sounds like a guy that's got that a wedding a coming up. Bit of no, it's got a wedding coming up. I would, I would like the forty bucks. I mean, if I, if I saw it, I'd be like, okay, I'll take forty bucks. Like I'm walking you, out of here with forty bucks. With your wedding coming up, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be nice? You know, forty, eighty bucks. Boom, there you go. Closer to eighty, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be a Daryl. Go don't out, Daryl. Make the effort. Think about what you're gonna buy and buy. It. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And coming here with a toaster. <laughs> That's, I mean, fine. That's, That's fine. That's fine. That's fine, man. That's who not fine. If I come in I mean, with a toaster, y'all gonna look at me like flex. Come on, bro. Even if it's like the four thin toast, like come mm. on, man. No, Nobody man, wants if it's toast. got like six different settings, I ain't gonna be mad at it. Okay. Okay. Are you getting a toaster? <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> Forty dollars scratchers. That's fine. Oh, okay. See, y'all gave me a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, I roll with that. All right, we're gonna round out the show with even more humor. Uh, Mo Wagner shared a fantastic story recently about trash talking Kevin Durant in his rookie season. Let's listen to it. The first couple years, I, I, I mean, I talk a lot, obviously, and I've, I've kind of put that back a little bit. Um, but one, one of the first times I matched up against Kevin Durant and obviously, dude, I'm a huge NBA fan, right? Like I, I know all these guys from YouTube. I know all, I watched all these games at night. Franz and I would get up at night, and watch these players. So all of a sudden I'm on the court with them. And obviously my first year, I'm a little starstruck and, uh, Kevin Durant guards me. And I think he's not taking me serious at all. He doesn't even know who I was. And I'm like on a pick and pop three and he fouls me. And I didn't realize it was him and, like, turned around and said, yeah, you can't guard me. <laughs> and, That's like, crazy. I have n- no credibility whatsoever uh, at this point. Um, and it's Kevin Durant I just talked smack to. Yeah. And at that point, it was the Warriors. He was on the Warriors. And it was him, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus Cousins um, that were on the free throw line, box out, talking shit to me why i was shooting three free throws oh my uh-huh. god <laughs> and i'm telling you i was so shook did you make him i made one out of three <laughs> <laughs> i think there's like a replay you can see quinn cook on the sideline like laughing his ass off because yeah. those three guys were going at yeah those are like three of the worst no, guys yeah, to want to just i set myself up for that though <laughs> i deserved all of that you can't guard me you can't guard me you can't guard me and i turn around and i see kd and it's like what do you just say i'm like oh <laughs> no like, could you imagine the heart drop when you realize you just said that to Kevin Durant, your rookie season, and you're like, dang, I'm about to get killed right now? No. <laughs> it makes it even worse that, you know, Draymond Green is also there. Yeah. And then DeMarcus, and DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins. Right. Yeah. Like, those two bullies are just going to just beat you to death. Like, nah, man, I'm good. I wish so badly. Like, there are so many things that happen in the NBA where I'm just like, Somebody please, I know somebody's got audio of what just happened. Like, mm-hmm. please put it on the internet. Somebody do it. That would be one of the ones where it's like, that'd oh, be so they funny. They oh, did they have? Oh, yeah. What, they have what exactly followed, the guy yeah, said? Somebody, no, we can't play it because it was on a TNT broadcast, but you can hear everything. You can hear Draymond and DeMarcus no way. yapping I at him at the that. free throw line. That's and he hilarious. misses the first one, and they're just, they just keep going. They actually <laughs> Can you hear he, exactly he, what they're saying? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, but as soon as he misses the first one, they start laughing. <laughs> and they're like, this trash ass, whatever. <laughs> and then Quinn Cook is over on the sideline laughing his ass off. <laughs> oh, Dude, no. it's the funniest clip ever. You got to go gotta see this right after the show. I'm pulling that up. Yes, that's amazing. Oh, it is. That's right. Okay. It's actually in our group Slack. Well, I must have missed it. Okay. Two days ago. As if you don't well, miss any of my messages, uh, Salt Bookman. Do I miss them or do don't, I just... You don't want you to, don't to, don't to guard like, them. You don't want to pull that thread. Don't pull that thread. <laughs> well, the whole thing's going to unravel. <laughs> you can hear the Chelsea sighting on this Thursday afternoon. Oh, you thought Eddie was bad. <laughs> but no, like I feel like League Pass needs to do something with Max where they have him mic'd up and then yeah. it's like an alternate version of the garage yes. even if it's after Bro, the game i would love I would watch that. games Dude, so many I would times i would watch that. every game in the <laughs> I, league. Would. I really would but the problem is the problem <clears throat> is they can't do that 
Because if they do that, and you actually hear what these yeah. players say on the court, yeah. there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, I know how the culture is. Yeah. I know I've been at the playground. I played in the courts. Like yeah. I understand, like how it is out there. Like oh, it's yeah. not always PC. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, like to hear that, there's a lot of people that will be in their fields. Oh my God! I can't believe they said that. <laughs> That's what you all sound like when you want to. Yeah. Cry and about and, and sponsor pearls. Yes. And I guarantee you, sponsors are get oh, scared yeah. away. A million percent. Because yeah. yeah, they'll be in there talking some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that'd be mm-hmm. super exciting. It would. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would pay. I, I would, would pay, actually pay like a pay per view. Like if you made me pay like a dollar to watch it or two dollars, I, I would pay like five hundred dollars a year to watch that. I would too. Like a subscription to yeah. it, like a million percent. I would absolutely do. I, I wanted them to do that during the pandemic. Right. Oh, and that would have been fun. You know? Oh yeah, with like the bubble it, oh stuff. Oh my gosh! Like literally, that was the best part of the bubbles. You could actually hear a little bit more of what was yeah. being said. When, in that, when I was in at when I was at Bally's, I I mentioned that I was like, I think we should try to do this. Now we didn't run our production uh, because the Suns run their own production, mm. uh, but I I was just like, man, I want more of this, and I I am a little disappointed that most of the NBA teams didn't at least have some mic'd up segments because mm. those would have been crystal clear. You have no crowd yeah. to deal with. You have nothing else to deal with. You could have edited it so where you know you're you're not putting anything crazy out there. Like, but they didn't even do that. Was like I such will a missed say, opportunity, people. Yeah. I will say. It is incredibly difficult to convince players to be mic'd up during a game. Yeah. Like that is the one thing that I like. There are levels of difficulty of getting players to do things from a content side of things. Getting them to be mic'd up during a game is really hard because there's a lot of red tape with the league in and of itself. There's a lot of red tape around exactly what kind of mics you can use, what you can release, when you can release <laughs> it, all that kind of stuff goes into it. So, And then plus the players themselves are just like, I don't want to do it. Like, that's one thing that yeah, they say no yeah. to more often than not. So that's why it's built in. Like, I know you always have a mic'd up on certain national broadcasts. It's built into the contract for that reason. Right. And it's like when we get those, it's usually like eight seconds of a guy just saying, hey, hey, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. because on. it's super, <laughs> super. You, you know what, what what's missing with that, too, is that we're we're fixated on the trash talking, mm. like all the negative shit they're going to say to each other. But there's probably so much good stuff oh, as yeah. far as basketball knowledge. Yes. Right? I saw a clip the other day oh, with yeah, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, that You saw good. that, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron on the bench talking to Anthony Davis about the high screening role with Bismarck Biombo and Jaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he breaks it down as basketball genius stuff. Like, I watched it 30 times. I'm like, damn, bro. He literally tells him, he's like, yo, on the DHO with uh, uh, with uh, Bain, mm-hmm. you know, you got to jump out, show a little bit. Jaron Jackson's going to go. I'm, he's going to spin. I'm going to force him right into you. You're going to block the shot. And the shit happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why LeBron is who he is, yeah. bro. He sees the game at a different level. So it would be cool as hell. To see that part of it too, yeah. Um, so sure. people can understand how how talented and and high IQs we're talking. I mean, about. it would have been awesome to have that, like, I don't know, Game Seven against the Mavericks when we oh, were getting shit. handed to us to oh. hear what was going on on the bench. Like, hey, y'all want to wake up? <laughs> I don't know. Is anybody awake? <laughs> you got COVID? What? Or hear my? Or hear Monty? I just want to hear the everything you, you want is on us. the other side of hard. <laughs> That's all I would want to hear. Oh, wow. um, uh, speaking yeah. of the Mavs, did you guys see the Luca post game? Oopsie. Yeah. He does that so many times. I'm not buying it's not that a it's oopsie. not a thing. It's not like a gimmick at this I point. Miss this. He curses on yeah. so many post-game broadcasts and then goes, oops, sorry. Like, well, bro, after you've done it like seven different times, I'm not buying that it's an accident anymore. Okay, maybe I haven't seen all seven. But I agree I just, with Gerald. I thought it was funny because he dropped an F-bomb and then he said shit afterwards. Yep. And that's something <laughs> I've done on this show where like I accidentally cuss. Yep. And then I'm like, oh. And I cuss again. <laughs> You've done awkward. it like twice ever, though. I know. <laughs> but I thought it was funny just because I could relate to that one. But yeah, I didn't yeah. know he does it all the time. He does. But I still think it's funny because who else? LaMelo did it um, a couple weeks ago, yeah. too. That was hilarious. We're just starting to get into a little more where these younger players and up-and-coming players are far more relaxed with the yeah, way that they like, speak. And so it's going to happen more often. It's kind of funny. if you're on TNT, have at it. Right. <laughs> right. Have at it. There's no FCC regulations on that. Yeah. I don't know. They need to let them know that. 
Because I think I don't think they should let them know that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like... Could you imagine? Yeah, this mother. Oh shit! What? Oh, we're gonna get real now. Let's go. I told fucking Pat Beverly couldn't guard me. Like, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Love yeah, that. we probably shouldn't tell yeah. them that. Um, all right, we do have a super chat real quick from Leo. Thank you, Leo. It said so. Gordon Ramsay said a few days ago he was trying to trade for Steph Curry to be a backup for Steve Nash. Who would have the Suns traded for Steph? Amari Stoudemire. Wild. Do. You, is that like a? Would, do you go back and be like, what would have, could have, should have? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That's it's one of the more underrated Suns what ifs. I Hell think, yeah! Because that would have changed things for the foreseeable future. I don't know how it would have impacted. You know, later on down the line, do you still get Devin Booker? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah, not. I, I do wonder. But does Steph become Steph? Yes, that's what I wonder. Does Steph become Steph? Hey, I, I know Steph has yeah. that internal drive. I get that, but there's also a system. And a and a structure in Golden State that that is in place that that started to be in place when when he after like the second or third year towards the end of uh, Mark Jackson's tenure yeah things started to change ownership approached things in a different way Bob Myers got hired and things kind of took off after that and I feel like the culture just yeah. as much as the player kind of okay. fit and so I don't know if he would have had that with Sarver running this all right so you're right about that Sarver is the guy that scares me. But to your point, the person that made the trade that would have made the trade was Steve Kerr. Yeah. And I'm not, I wouldn't at all doubt that Steve Kerr might have went down to the bench and coached that same system he's been coaching Steph this whole time. So do we have a situation? And remember, he took Alvin uh, Gentry with him, and that's who was down there too. So could they have had that Golden State system with Steph here? Maybe, man. And he's Steph is so good. It's got to be a what if. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of it is, too, you said no, and then you let Amari walk anyway. So that makes it even worse. Well, I think you know Golden I mean? State pulled out well, of that. Yeah, Don Nelson. Don right. Nelson convinced him to pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't the Suns that pulled out. But then knowing that Amari had bad knees and left shortly after, it made it feel like a double, double whammy. Like, damn, bro, we could have had Steph and... We didn't keep Amari, so yeah. We've had some all-time draft blunders <clears throat> in the last decade and a half, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, man, rough. I Even, don't know that there's a single person who's not guilty of at least one. Dang, he no. says Steph. What did Espo no. say? Steph so never, Steph never becomes Steph with the Suns' lack of development and playing behind Nash. But you see, he wouldn't have played behind Nash very long. No. Yeah. And, and Steph didn't become Steph until about year five. Eh, probably year three, I would say. I, I, 2013 is well, when Steph became Steph. Okay, and, because and, he dropped fifty five in the garden, you, and it felt like that's when he that's when he was yeah. kind of announcing, "Hey, I just, I'm not just another dude." Yeah, I just remember like feeling like Steph's career wasn't going to get past the first three four years because he had those tremendous ankle, ankle injuries, yeah. and people don't know this. I mean, people might know this, but he had at the time an exploratory ankle surgery that had never really been done before. They took a piece of his body and carved a hole in his ankle and slid some stuff through and that had never been done. And I remember at the time hearing people talk about it, they were saying, you know, we had this surgery and we told Steph, this is either going to work or your career is over. And so I don't know if people know enough of that story, but, and that's why he took the four year, $44 million deal. He had to take a low deal because he didn't, he didn't even know if that was going to work. His career was going to span. So there's so much about that. But, uh, man, it's, it's it's fun to think back and, and, and do the what if stuff. It is just because from an individual standpoint, he's one of the greatest players to ever live. I have a hard time imagining that if the Suns tried to put talent around him, they couldn't have done it. But do you reach the heights of Golden State? Absolutely not. Like, right. They, like the Suns didn't get Klay Thompson. They didn't get Draymond Green. And I think without those two guys, Good point. Steph's team success factor is not what it is. Great point. In addition to that, like you just know that if they would have come close to winning a championship or whatever and Steve Kerr was getting all the love, Steve Kerr would not have been around very much longer because somebody above him did not <laughs> like everybody else getting the shot. That's true. No. And he was real, real tight on those pennies. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So you're in right. the end, it was better for Steph to go to it was. go to the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. it, it's at our expense, right? But like, hey, <laughs> we we listen. I I'm always going to be for players being put in positions to be able to blossom and thrive and show us what their full capabilities are. Yes. And I feel like there's a portion of Suns players that have come through this organization 
uh, for that 10-year period, basically from like 2010 to 2020, um, that if they were put in a different situation, might have been able to thrive, might have been able to develop a little bit differently and be the player that we all thought they would be when we drafted them, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think a guy's like, I'm not going to say that they would have thrived. I'm just going to say, like, you don't know what would have happened with Bender, Chris, you know, Josh Jackson, had they been put in a different position with a different organization that had a little bit more wherewithal in terms of development. But there were okay. so many things that were changing on a year-to-year -year basis with this franchise that every single year it was like you're starting all over. You're, you know, you're you got one foot in the quicksand and you're trying to figure it all out. And as a young player, 18, 19 years old, that can fuck with your head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I agree. Also, those three guys could have been good if they went somewhere else. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Leo clarified in the chat because everyone's like, why did you say Gordon Ramsay? Um, it's because he thinks he looks like Steve Kerr. So that's why he put that uh, in. Damn. There. I was okay. confused by that. Too. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's why we were with Gordon Ramsay on the Super Chat, but he was referring to uh, Kerr there, but he thinks he looks like Gordon Ramsay. I was like, Gordon so. Ramsay has an effect on the Suns? I know. I did. Like, I did. Wait, Gordon Ramsay's a, little, a Suns yeah. fan? I was a little thrown like, off there, but I, I just rolled with it. Same. I, I didn't really understand the the situation, so I was like, whatever, Leo, we're going we're gonna go with it. So <laughs> I have a quick question. We appreciate you clarifying, clarifying that for us. I have us. a quick question before we leave. Mm -hmm. We were talking about trash talk. Uh, I'm kind of curious because I don't we've been competitive a little bit, but I I don't think I've ever paid attention to what you guys do when we're in the middle of games. Mm. Like, are you do you guys trash talk? Yeah. Um, like while I'm playing no, like competitive no, no, no. games, you don't trash talk. Oh, you're talking about like as competitiveness. I'm, yeah. When you I'm playing, yeah. when I'm playing a game, yeah. when I'm playing a game, mm -hmm. yeah, I do. Yeah. I just do it. I do it. I'm very sneaky with how I do it. Okay. I don't know. I go ahead. What do you yeah. do? It depends on what we're playing. If it's something that I'm good at, if it's like basketball, yeah, I will. But other oh, than I that, talk trash all the time. It doesn't matter. It may, not know. like the whole game, <laughs> but like I could be brand new into something and I'm going to talk trash to you just for the fun She'll of it. She'll be down by 40 and she's still talking shit. I'm still shit. I'll tell you what I do, so. <laughs> I do. You walk in, I'm throwing shade your way. I'm talking trash. Like I don't, I playing basketball, other sports, I don't tell you, like trash talk a lot of time is attacking the other person. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. I just let the other person, like I'll say like, yeah, I'm nice, bro. <laughs> like yeah, I'm nice. I bro. do I do things a little differently. My kids, my kids actually alerted me to it because mm -hmm. they're like, "Dad, you talk a lot of shit." And I was just you like, do. "What I do?" Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, but it's not like obvious stuff. It's just like you know, uh, you know, I'll miss a layup, and you'll be like, mm, yeah, MJ wouldn't have missed that. See, yeah, and then so that like is, yeah. play or something like that, right? Damn, like you know, MJ, that's that's called like, hard. Or, or like he, he, they'll cross over and maybe I steal it, and I'm like, oh, I knew we were gonna do that, and it was just like, what the fuck? And it's just like a mind game, right? Mm -hmm. I do that with my son on the golf course a lot. Because he's brutal really honesty. You yeah. do it here. I just don't know if everybody catches on to it. <laughs> but I know you do that. You do it here all the time. And now everyone's going to know because you just added no, no, you know what? He does it in everything that he does, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like in some way, shape, or form, he lets you know Saul's here. Like he doesn't even. It's not even. No, like he does. He does. I don't talk. even think he knows he's doing. No, it. it's not meant to be trash talk. It's just right. saying what he sees, and it's like, damn, bro, which is like a little bit of shade. <laughs> right. He does. Shade you know, he listen, does. I, I've learned. I learned long ago um, <laughs> that uh, he's lying, doing it right now. No, no, no. no I'm <laughs> telling you, he's doing it. No, he's no. about to do it no, right now. I'm telling I see you, it like, I learned long ago that lying and keeping secrets is just not my thing. Uh, so I, I am brutally honest because <laughs> it makes me feel like I have control over my situation and that you can't miss. You can't, you know, uh, perceive something in a different way. <laughs> mm -hmm. I literally told you what I saw. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. Right. There is nothing more to it. It's just like you fumbled the bag. What do you want me to do? That's not me. That's you. Like, you but, fumbled but, the bag. But, but you're the dude that you know. If if <laughs> if I came to you and said, "Yo, Saul, you like these? He's fire." You'll be like, "Yeah, those are nice, but I got better ones." <laughs> uh, no, I never say. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that's not good. That's not cool. That's not cool. So this is, so tell me. You alright? <laughs> <laughs> you a mom, you're a fucking guy, yo. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> listen, man, I, I, I usually like your fits. Your fit is good, but for the situation, it's not. So okay. there you go. Right. Oh, my goodness. I had All a CIA right. meeting before I got here. Okay, we're going to round out the show um, with one final sale that you guys definitely need to oh, check out. Yeah. And that is the sale for our Die Hard membership. So you can get these. They're slashed from $79.99 to $59.99 right now. Become an official Die Hard of PHNX. We don't do sales for diehards very often, but mm-hmm. um, it's and it's a short sale. So get it while it's hot. OK, becoming a diehard gets you access to a bunch of things. First and foremost, in my opinion, the best part is the discord. The discord is so much fun. We've got um, you can be a part of all the different teams, whichever team you want has its own discord. Um, so check that out. You also get a free shirt from our locker upon signing up. It comes in this really cool box that you get delivered to your house. So these will make great gifts. If you are looking to find something for the sports fan in your life, you get this cool box that will look great under a Christmas tree. It comes with that merch item. And then of course the subscription to um, the diehard membership, which gets you the discord. You also get exclusive content as well. Gerald writes a bunch of articles over at copehnx.com that are exclusively for discord members and a whole bunch of other perks like first access to events and discounts on tickets to events. It's cool. So there's a couple of things too. In 2024, we have a lot of changes that are going to be taking place. Uh, We'll still be be providing everything that we've provided so far, but content is going to go to a whole nother level. And a lot of it is going to be behind, um, you know, for our diehards straight up. And this is including interviews with other, you know, other basketball peeps or football peeps, depending on what sport it is. Uh, You know, we're going to try and get guys like Tim Legler onto the pod to talk about certain things. Uh, Gerald and I have talked about uh, kind of a breakdown uh, series as well that we want to be able to give to diehards. Um, And it's not going to be every single thing, but it'll be most things. Uh, because we w- we need to provide a little bit more value to you guys outside of giving you the tremendous discounts that we already offer. Yeah. So now is a fantastic time. Listen, we have never had this before. It's never happened before. Mm-hmm. This fifty nine ninety nine price was the same price as when we first launched mm-hmm. PHNX. It was fifty nine ninety eight at that time. We added one penny at the end. Um, <laughs> so looks cleaner. It's, it's only going to happen now. It's going to be <laughs> over on Monday morning. So get it while you can. Absolutely. Um, if you've been on the fence, now is a great time to just hop on in. We have a Gilbert in the chat asking for King of the Court PHNX edition. That could be something that goes up on Let's the Discord. Let's go. There yeah, you go. It could be. I probably opt out of that one um, and let you guys just do it. I'll just talk trash to you from the sidelines. She can't. She can't have people knowing the trash that she talks in real life. Yeah. She can't. She can't put that out into the world. Yeah, I color commentary. commentary. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> what it is. You guys, we just we just have to. You have to run the edit by me first, so we can bleep everything out that needs to be a secret. Still, Zeus Four said he had a little bit of a monthly premium charge problem. Zeus, DM me. I would take care of you. We'll get Look that sorted. Look at that, Zeus. Let's yeah. go. Appreciate you, Zeus. We'll get that yeah. sorted. Thank you. Okay, that's it for us today. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you very much. If you're here on YouTube, hit that thumbs up on your way out. If you're listening wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate it. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, We've got Sons and Kings. We'll tip off a pregame show 30 minutes before tip-off. And somebody did ask in the Discord or in the chat, I forgot to mention this. Yes, tomorrow's game counts as a regular season game. That will officially be our 82nd game of the season because they had 80 scheduled. We played 81 on Tuesday. Tomorrow's will be 82. Mm-hmm. Um, so come hang out with us. Uh, 6.30 tomorrow, pregame. And then, of course, a postgame afterwards. And until we see you tomorrow, give the show a follow on social at phnx underscore sons. You can also follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. And you can follow Flex at Flex. Who wants to do the honors? Somebody, anybody, anybody? Saul Bookman talks <laughs> trash to himself in the mirror. Hoy, hoy, hoy.